0: You're listening to Weird AF News with Jonesy. Doctors reportedly find four bees living inside a woman's eye, feeding off her tears. Yoga does not make inmates gay, says a Russian prison chief. (laughs) And Facebook to use artificial intelligence to stop telling users to say hello and invite dead friends to events. These are the weird stories for today. This is Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. This is Jonesy. Yay! Four bees living inside a woman's eye, feeding off her tears. Yes, a doctor's pulled four bees from a woman's eyelid. Can you imagine that? Craving salt, the bees had been feeding off her tears. The doctor said this at a news conference. He later described the odd medical diagnosis as the world's first case. The insects had made a new home inside the woman's eyelid. That is, until they were all successfully removed alive. They were all alive inside her eyelid. Can you imagine? How do you live like that? How do, how, why wasn't she going to the doctor when one of them was inside the eyelid? She waited till there was four of them in there. I don't understand how you get that far along the process. Something's in my eye. I can't I can't handle like a speck of dust or a hair inside my eye. One time I was at work and um I worked at an office job for a little while, and I was clipping my fingernails at work and one of them flew up inside my eye and I had to go to the <laughs> to go to the hospital to get it taken out. How weird is that? So stupid. That was so expensive, too. I didn't have insurance. It was so expensive to go in there for the doctor to... It took him five minutes to just put a long Q-tip inside my eye, remove the fingernail. I mean, it was done like that. I get the bill. It's like $1,200. Outrageous. Yay, America. Oh, boy. The, the doctor says about this woman with the bees in her eyes, by the way, that were feeding off her tears. Uh, He says, I saw something inside that looked like insect legs, so I pulled them out under a microscope slowly and one at a time without damaging their bodies. So how did these sweat bees end up camping out inside a 29-year-old woman's eye? Well, the doctor suspects it all started the previous day. As he recounted in the news conference, the woman was taking part in the Qingming Festival, also known as Tomb Sweeping Day. This is China, I guess. I was visiting and tidying a relative's grave with my family. I was squatting down and pulling out the weeds. She felt something get into her eye while she was doing this, thinking it was only dirt. She cleaned her eye out with water and did not rub her eyes much for the rest of the day. She didn't think much of it until her eye began to swell up that night. She experienced a stinging pain that made her tear up. It would have been very likely for sweat bees to be around her at that time. Uh, They tend to actually hang out near graves and in the mountains. So when she was at the graves, she exposed herself to these sweat bees, apparently. I've never heard of sweat bees. Feasting on your tears. This is a thing? No idea. Do they hang out at, like, movie theaters that play (laughs) rom-coms? They wait for people to leave the rom-com and just jump right inside their eye. Well, a professor of entomology at National Taiwan University... I think entomology means um, the study of bugs. Well, the professor said he had never heard of sweat bees infesting a person before this recent incident. To my my knowledge, this is the first case of a bee or a wasp getting caught in a part of a person's anatomy, as far as I know. I'm sure the sweat bees got by the eye and got squished between the eye and the eyelid. They were in the wrong place at the wrong time. In addition to needing pollen and nectar like other bees, sweat bees, which are dark-colored and metallic, will occasionally need salt to supplement their diet. A study this month this month from the Kansas Entomological Society found that sweat bees also look to tears as a possible protein source. You got protein in our tears? I didn't know that. This is fascinating. I had no idea about these sweat bees. It's pretty scary. Typically, they don't bother people, uh, the entomologist says. They will usually find other sources of salt. But they're also kind of dumb. (laughs) And if they end up in a human's eye, they will stay there. (laughs) They, They haven't figured out what the hell we are yet, apparently. There are more than a thousand species of sweat bees in the U.S., Canada, and Central America. How about that? So close your eyes, guys, when you're kissing those flowers. (laughs) Kissing. Smelling them. (laughs) Who kisses the flowers? I kiss flowers. I have. I've done that. I've kissed a tree before when I was high on mushrooms and thanked it for being there. (laughs) I'm sharing way too much. Yoga does not make you gay, according to a Russian prison chief. And yoga classes are now reinstated at the prison. Russian prison authorities have reinstated yoga for inmates after dismissing a claim by a religious scholar that the practice of yoga could make you gay. Who <laughs> says such things? Oh, I know who says such things. Religious scholars, they tend to say such things. Crazy people. Both a Moscow pre-trial detention center for women and the renowned Butrika prison in the Russian capital introduced yoga classes last year. And then some theological professor named Alexander Devorkin wrote a document suggesting that yoga could cause uncontrolled sexual arousal and homosexuality in prison detention centers, possibly leading to riots. <laughs> what are, you, are you out of your mind, theological professor? And then the senator of some sort, known for her conservative views, used this document to appeal to the prosecutor general's office to check the legality of the yoga classes and ask for them to be suspended. So then some asshole decided to use this paper from this stupid person to then get yoga banned in the prisons. However, the classes have been reinstated. They've been reinstated. And the head of the federal prison service told the Russian radio station that the sessions had a very positive effect on the inmates. Of course they do. You, you have to do shit like that in a prison Okay, or your body will, it'll, it'll go to hell. You need movement, stretching. You're in a cell. You got to stretch, okay? They don't have the same exercise uh, options as the rest of us who can go out for a long walk if we want to right now or for a run if I felt like it. I can go play basketball down the street. I mean, I'm sure some prisons have that. Sort of. Can you imagine a Russian prison though? Probably not so much of that. There's no playing basketball. So yeah, yoga doesn't make you gay. What is this? Fifteenth century, medieval times. <laughs> A theological professor thinks that everyone who does yoga should be burned at the stake. Welcome to twenty nineteen in Russia. I'm, I'm sorry, I don't. I shouldn't be generalizing to the rest of Russia from some dummy. I mean, you know, it's like. Fundamentalist religion, people, religious people in general, are you know problematic, no matter what country they're in. Where were we? Oh. They t- they conducted conducted a study, um, about the people who practice yoga in the prison, and they found that there was a sharp reduction in visits to the prison doctor. Pretty cool. That makes sense to me. In addition to yoga, you guys will happy be happy to be hearing that prisoners there will also be taught Qigong breathing exercises. How about that? Do you know what Qigong is? I've practiced Qigong many times. In fact, you should do this. Try this. Tomorrow morning, or this morning, whenever you're listening to this, after you're done listening to Weird AF News, go to YouTube and type in Qigong morning exercises. And just choose any one of them. And Although try and keep one not more than 20 minutes. 10 minutes is probably best. And follow along with the uh, qigong morning exercises. Just tell me how you feel. I've done that many times. Opens up your lungs, gets the blood flowing, gets the qi, or, you know, your body's energy flowing. It's a great way to start the day. I highly recommend it. My perfect start of the day, a glass of cold brew iced coffee, qigong exercises, and then... Just a, a lovely morning of sexual intercourse with someone beautiful and funny. That's a great way to start the day. Isn't that great? Yeah. I I defy you to choose a better start to your day. <laughs> I came across a weird uh, social media story, um, which I don't usually dive into, but um, Facebook is apparently using AI to stop telling its users to say hello to dead friends. I thought this was very odd. Um... Facebook has promised to use artificial intelligence to stop suggesting users invite their dead friends to parties and events. Okay. The site's freshly emotionally intelligent AI is part of a rash of changes to how Facebook handles memorialized accounts, also known as pages whose owner has been reported deceased, deceased but that are kept on the social network in their memory. Memorialization of accounts allows for treasured images, videos and posts to be kept online as well as providing a focal point for grieving friends and relatives to share their memories on their page. But the feature has caused its share of pain as well, since these memorialized accounts are kept on the social network and treated similarly to any other Facebook user. It is used for the same algorithmic features as anything else as well. That means users have been sent recommendations to invite their dead relatives to parties, suggestions to wish them a happy birthday, and more. Facebook said that 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 should be a thing of the past. Once an account is memorialized, we use AI to help keep the profile from showing up in places that might cause distress, like recommending that person be invited uh, to an event or sending a birthday reminder. We're working to get better and faster at this, um... Yeah, this whole memorialization thing on Facebook is kind of new. You know, it's like Facebook's really the only social media platform that does this that I know of. Um, the way they treat a dead a dead user. Does Instagram do this? I don't... You really can't really do much on an Instagram account anyways if it's not yours, so... Um, But yeah, this is a tricky situation because you don't want to be—I mean, it can be touchy. You don't want to be reminded to wish your dead grandmother a happy birthday if she's no longer alive. Like you don't need like thanks, Facebook. I don't need that at all. They're trying to make some other changes. Um, They're introducing a tribute section for these memorialized accounts, uh, separating posts made after an account after an account is memorialized from those made while the user was alive. It's also adding more powers to legacy contacts nominated while the former user was still alive, allowing them to moderate the tribute section themselves. So I guess you can get a, um, you can nominate someone, you can put someone to be your legacy contact. So after you pass away, they're allowed to moderate the page and specifically the tribute section on the, on the page that Facebook is introducing. Death of Facebook users is a tricky topic for the company. In 2014, it had to apologize after launching its first year-in-review feature, which automatically cut together cheery videos of highly engaged posts after several clips included pictures of friends and relatives who had died over that year. Yeah, I remember that. More recently, Facebook lost a three-year court battle over access to the private messages of a 15-year-old girl who had been killed by a train at a Berlin station in 2012. Her mother wanted to see her messages to find out whether she was being bullied when she died. And eventually, the German courts ruled social media accounts can be inherited in the same way as diaries, and private letters. Oh, that's fascinating. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's, a, it's a, you know, integrating death into our social media has is, is been a little bit... Uh, it's not been the smoothest transition, but, you know, we're doing the best we can. This is all very new in our culture, so we have to, you know... We have to give give Facebook a little leeway as they try and get their shit together when it comes to this stuff. Because, you know, it's a delicate situation. We don't know how to handle it. And, you know, what's the best way to approach this? This is the first time we're doing something like this. So, but yeah, it's really, it's really, um, it's pretty wild. And it's good to know that, you know, you're not going to get that notice to invite y- your your dead friend from high school to the high school reunion (laughs) event oh he can't go because he's passed away so why are you suggesting that i invite him to the 10-year anniversary that's not that's not cool um yeah it's kind of a morbid article but this is important this episode is brought to you by shopify I want to apologize for how awful my voice still sounds, guys. I had, well, you know, I was trying to get over a cold and then I pulled an all-nighter last night, drinking and, you know, obviously woke up today very late and um, talking like this. So, Jonesy is not going to stop abusing his body, apparently. Just like, when the drinks are free, I'm diving in. I'm going all in. Yeah, we had a great show last night in Palm Springs and afterward made some friends, had a good time, went to some young woman's car to smoke weed afterward and just, I mean, out, just late hours, drinking, carousing, doing my thing, and I really need to slow it down. So, I hope you'll forgive me. You should know that I'm extremely overjoyed today because well, in my mailbox today was a bag of dicks. Jonesy, a bag of dicks, really? Yeah, a bag of dicks. Seriously. They're right here. Can you hear it? These are gummy dicks. It's called Gummy candies, Bag of Dicks. You can send dicks by mail. I think we've gone over this before on the show. Someone sent me a bag of dicks for my birthday. It says happy birthday on the box. I'm so pleased. I've never been sent a bag of dicks before. And I ate one, and it's delicious. (laughs) Now, it's been a while since I've been in contact with the person who sent this to me. And I was going through my Facebook messages to find out who it was, because I can't remember, and I have a lot of Facebook messages to get through. And I can't find the person who sent it to me. So... I'm gonna go searching again um, as soon as I have a little more time. Um, but if you're listening to this and you sent this to me, please write me a, a message on Facebook to like <laughs> to remind me so that I can give you the proper thank, um, thank thanking you you deserve. Uh, and if you want to send me anything for my birthday, guys, just reach out to me. It's my birthday's at the end of the month, by the way. It's April twenty seventh. But if you're sending me a bag of dicks, it doesn't even have to be my birthday. You can just send me a bag of dicks. This made me so happy. Um I've I've been in contact with the company that sends like uh unicorn farts and confetti dicks and I'm trying to get them to sponsor the podcast, so I'm waiting to hear. <laughs> I think it's a perfect sponsor for the podcast cuz it's a weird service that they offer and I actually think that we could we could enjoy it, you know? Like this is a this is a service you guys would actually use in your life, you know? Why wouldn't you send somebody a confetti penis bomb? You know, like a coworker, or a boss, or a neighbor, or the crossing guard, whoever, whoever's in your life, you know, it would be a good time. Uh, I, post, I posted a picture of the bag of dicks that I got today on my Instagram account. You can see that on at um, Jones. so give me a follow over there and check it out on my stories. Um, And I went on an amazing hike yesterday in Palm Springs. There's an oasis out there. It's called Indian Canyon. I mean, imagine trekking through the desert. It's dry as shit. And then all of a sudden, you hit an an oasis, like flowing waters, all sorts of wildlife and greenery. Delicious. I put a bunch of videos of that on there as well. So just just letting you know, there's extra stuff on my Instagram because I just document my little excursions. So that's at funny Jones on Twitter. It's also at funny Jones Facebook. It's comedian Jonesy. You can email me funny at gmail.com. Um, send me articles if you'd like Florida Friday's coming up. I could always use Florida stories. So feel free to send them on in. You can also call the show 646-450-2012. Check out my Patreon dot com slash weird AF news. That's one word weird AF news, the weird AF news Patreon where you can um, support the show. And send Jonesy a couple bucks a month, because why not? Um, It comes down to, like, a penny a day or something. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I figure I'd probably do, like, I don't know, 22 shows a month, 25 shows a month, something like that, around there. So if you send me two bucks a month, that's like, you know, I don't know the math. Or is it 10 cents a show? I can't remember. Something like that. I'm bad at math, guys. That's why I'm doing this. Public school, public school. Yeah, so check out the Patreon and uh, give Jonesy a little something-something. Show him some love. And uh, thanks again, once again, for being a loyal listener of Weird AF News. Tell your friends. Tell your relatives. Tell everybody that it's something that they should add to their daily routine. Why not? You'll smile. You'll laugh. You even learn something sometimes.